Welcome to Find Your Still Point, a podcast for busy people looking to feel calm in the midst of the chaos of life. I'm your host, Jessica King. I'm a therapist, yoga teacher, wife, mother, business owner, and entrepreneur. I know busy, and I know what it feels like to let busy rule your life. I've spent my career learning ways to cultivate presence and contentment. And you know what? I'm still working on it. I want to share the humanness of this practice and encourage you to embrace all the perfectly imperfect parts just as they show up. In this podcast, I will talk about the challenges we all face while trying to find presence, teach practical skills to reduce stress, and I hope I just keep it real with you guys because life is hard. But as they say, we can do hard things. I infuse modern evidence-based psychotherapy with yoga philosophy and a little touch of neuroscience nerdiness into my style of teaching because I believe when we know more, we do better. I'm here to give you glimpses into my own journey in hopes that somewhere in the mess of it all, you find inspiration to get present with the life that you're living and find your own still point. So let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. I just couldn't wait until season one releases in January to connect with you all again. And so I'm coming to you with this bonus episode today. Ah, So this feeling that this need to connect, to connect with you all is exactly how I know that my energy of moving towards and leaning into this podcast is exactly where I want my creative energy to be right now. I'm just having so many ideas and they're creeping up daily in my work, um, when I'm walking, when I'm cooking, sometimes when I'm trying to sleep, which is kind of intrusive, but that's another topic. Um, But it's really exciting too. And I am thrilled to be able to share all these ideas at some point with you guys and to connect in that way. But you know, life is busy. And that's what this podcast is about, right? Busy people trying to fit things into their life. Um, But despite the busyness of life, I do find myself wanting to place my time and energy into this space. And it just feels right. And when I feel this kind of quote unquote, rightness, if that's a word. Uh, And I find myself spending more and more time in thought or in action on something new, something that hasn't been a part of my life previously, then I usually want to explore that a little bit. Because I want to make sure that it's connected to a core value of mine. And you might ask, what do, what do I mean by that? And um, luckily today, that's what this podcast is about. That's what I want to talk to you just a little bit about is like my own personal journey with deciding if this was the right fit and through this. So I'll step back a little bit and just tell you um, that, just tell you kind of some background on where, where I'm coming from with some of this stuff. So Um, As you know, I'm a therapist and oftentimes folks come into my therapy office and they're feeling stuck, uh, unable to um, find their creative energy, their passion, their life's purpose, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Or on the opposite side, sometimes people um, 
actually know what their life's passion is, but they just keep thinking it's impossible to do or they can't find the time for it. Um, And so in both of these cases, I usually want to explore with them values-based action. And I do this in my own life all the time. We'll most likely talk way more about values-based action in another podcast, but in short, I want to um, identify personal values or a set of beliefs or ideas that are the utmost importance at our core of who we are. And then we explore ways to live in those values and to line up our behaviors and our actions so that they're congruent with those values. And when we can do that, we're typically um, leaving, leaving space and making space for the things that we need to put our energy into. And then we're able to set boundaries around the ones that we don't. So, and again, boundaries, another, another topic at some point, but um, we'll talk more about how to identify those core values later. But today I'll just share with you that a core value of mine is, is connection. And that's how I know that the time and the energy and the space that I'm devoting to this podcast is a values-based action because I feel connected to myself in a way that's energizing And I also feel connected to a larger community and to a purpose here with you guys. Um, So I'll bring this all back around to the core value in a second. But let me tell you a little bit more about how I I figure all this out. So I've identified my core values, but but, um, at this point, and we'll talk more about that later, but sometimes I also have to start exploring kind of like what's showing up to to teach me about that part of my, to that, about that core value. So um, when that happens, I often like to lean on what's called parts work. Um, I also do this a lot in the therapeutic process, but you also hear it referenced as inner child work or even shadow work, um, especially in the yoga community. So for those of y'all listening, you may have done some of this work before, but it's the idea that we have various parts to ourselves. And all these parts serve a purpose. They're neither good nor bad. Sometimes they may be more pleasant or unpleasant, but they're all there to serve a purpose. And to kind of think about this, I like to use the analogy of a bus full of people. So if you can imagine, we all have our own little personal life's journey bus with various people as passengers. You can imagine, you know, in your mind, they're all different ages, temperaments, they have different looks about them, different personalities, and they're all riding in the bus. And we also have a self, and this is our true self. And this is the caring, kind, curious, very compassionate part of ourself. And this is our true, true self, our truth. And our truth typically has some perspective that allows for self-regulation, values-based action. And really the self is driving that bus along without having to hit the potholes or take any detours, if that makes sense. So we put ourselves in the driver's seat and ourself is, um, is holding our truth and is able to have the perspective of all the other passengers on the bus. But once in a while, our passengers like to try to get up and drive the bus. And you may know what that feels like. Uh, you can start to think about this, but they might be worried that you're taking a wrong turn or scared 
because they think that your driving may result in a wreck or will hurt any of you. Um, Usually their worries are due to some prior experiences. And um, again, this part is showing up to help. They don't want you to um, go through bad experiences to hurt. Um, to have to re-experience those things. So sometimes they jump up and try to take over, drive the bus or start leading. And it's part of the self-work to just get curious about the directions and reasons why those parts want to take over and then make some choices that help the parts feel safe and secure to take their seat again back in the back of the bus, back where they were, and their perspective was helpful, but knowing that the self is able to kind of make these decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully that imagery makes sense and is helpful. Um, But when I start, if we come back back to me, and I'll tell you a little bit about why that background was important. Um, When I started to think about this podcast and integrating something new into my already busy life, I knew I needed to check in. Um, with a part of myself that I know all too well, and we can call her my inner hustler. And now I know some people may think of a hustler as a part that is bad or something we need to squash or not have, but I've really come to embrace my hustler. Um, I think she's actually pretty badass. Uh, She typically is pretty put together. You know, she's got her hair and her makeup done. Her clothes are professional and stylish. She's confident and clever, kind of always up for a challenge. Uh, If I think about this part of myself, this hustler, she's started businesses, completed higher education while also raising children. She supported her family while also volunteering in the community. She's got lots of energy. Um, So I really think she's awesome. Now, um, this girl also has some moments that are very driven by ego. She can. Um, The hustler often is feeling the need to prove herself or do things in an effort to assert herself as enough or even hold, you know, she wants to hold her seat on that bus. Um, But she often has listened to the opinions of other people, too, or cultural norms um, to like shape, shape shift into what she thinks everyone else on that bus thinks she should be. So when I, I start leaning in that direction and I see this inner hustler show up, I I've got to figure out like where Mm -hmm. she's going, right? What she's doing. Um, if she starts to look a little tired, you know, her typically her stylish clothes start to become a little worn and her makeup is a little smeared and drab. I can just see that she's kind of lost some pep in her step and she's getting a little tired. Um, It's then that I really know that there's probably another part in her ear, um, which I typically know as my inner critic. Um, And this inner critic, oh, she gets worried every time my inner hustler gets to sit in the front row. Uh, and starts calling for some attention from the back of the bus, you know. She wants us to kind of play small, which the hustler really doesn't like at all. But when I kind of sit in the seat of myself, so I'm putting myself back in that bus driver's seat, I know that my inner critic is just trying to do her job of protecting me from failure or hurt or external criticism. So I have a lot of compassion for the inner critic. But 
I don't know. That may sound like I've got a whole lot going on in my mind up there, but we kind of all do. We all have these beautiful parts that kind of show up to help us navigate our environment. Um, And when we can stay in the driver's seat and just be curious and compassionate with our parts, um, we really get to reach our destination, kind of find our goal. So how does all this crazy part stuff work with my values? Well, when I start noticing any parts kind of show up, um, so in the case of this podcast, my inner hustler and my inner critic, I just get a little curious. I'm like, what's up? You know, what's real? What's true? So in this case, the truth is that the podcast really aligns with my value of connection. This podcast is a platform um, for me to really fully connect with myself in an authentic way to talk about the experiences I have and share what I, what I've learned from those. I get to connect with a larger community of people, you guys. And as I connect with all of you in this community, I'm really aligning with the purpose of sharing my experience of healing and growth and the, that allows you to also connect more fully and find some peace and some stillness, you know. So the hustle of this, learning a new platform, creating ideas, fine-tuning the ideas, creating content, uh, trying to record and re-record when you make mistakes and then decide not to re-record when you've gotten used to making the mistakes like I am now. (laughs) Um, It all seems like a lot. But I can lean on the fact that um, I'm leaning into my values. I'm creating connection and that fuels my energy. The opposite would be if I noticed that my hustle was being fueled by these external pressures of society and needing to be enough and kind of like when my hustler gets a little worn down with the inner critic. So in this podcast, um, it is in line with my values so I can lean into those with very deliberate action. And let my inner hustler give me some directions while I remain in the driver's seat of this journey. And once in a while, I do hear that inner critic, but I can look at her real compassionately. Um, and maybe I, I imagine myself in my very Southern ways, just letting her know, you know, bless your heart. Just sit down. You look tired. Let us, let us drive this. We don't need that right now. Everything's going to be okay. Um, So, you know, starting something new, whether it's a new exercise or building a new business, it really takes some pretty focused time and effort, and it's just not easy. Um, This inner work is not easy either. So not only do we have to continuously check in, I have to continuously check in with my values and kind of do this checking in of the parts and figuring out what I want to focus on. But when I do that, it makes space. It makes space for the things that matter, and it makes space for the stillness. I have moments where I, even when I'm very busy, that I get to be still and that I get to to, um, re-energize, right? But especially when we're busy, we need to make this space. We need to make the space for, for stillness. Um, there's a Zen proverb that says, sit in meditation for 20 minutes every day, unless you're busy, and then you should sit for an hour. 
So I really love to remind myself that on the days that I feel like I'm too busy to meditate or I'm too busy to find some sort of um, still practice. And those are the days I need more. So I don't think anyone has to really sit for any amount of time to feel rejuvenated, but I do agree with this concept that we have to make more time for ourselves to listen um, to le- and, and this helps us to lean into what is important to us with that values-based action. So I feel a little bit like I rambled a little bit today, so I hope it all makes sense. But I do want to practice with you in just a second. Um, today, the practice that I want to offer is one that I... Um, it's called an abiding practice. And this abiding practice comes from a reading um, that I've done with Judith Laster in her book, Living Your Yoga. So oftentimes I'll definitely give you some resources here to be able to check in with. But this pra- this abiding practice does not have to take long. It is um, just a practice in being able to Um, notice what's happening without an agenda, right? So most of our daily practices have some sort of um, end goal or productivity attached to it. And abiding is not that, it's just being. And so I'm going to walk you through just a few brief moments of just being. So if you're ready, let's take a pause and practice together. An abiding practice can remind us that there is nothing we need to be whole and well that doesn't already exist within us right in this moment. So we're going to begin today just by picking a quiet space. If you need to pause here to find one, pause. It doesn't have to be for long. It can just be for a couple minutes. But start to find a way to settle into your quiet space. Maybe you choose a posture that is sitting down on a chair on the floor. You could choose a posture of lying down on a mat or on some sort of surface. Or for some, you may choose to stand in a tall mountain or relaxed posture, you just pause for a moment. Begin to turn inward, and this may be letting the eyes softly gaze down the bridge of the nose, or closing the eyes all the way, directing that inward attention towards your heart center or your core of your being. And just for a moment, Notice your breathing as you relax your jaw and your throat, your shoulders, and your arms. All the way down, relaxing through the core of you to your legs and your feet.
and just for the next minute. Just be without the need to change, to shift, to be more. Just rest in the stillness that there is nothing that you need to be whole and well that does not exist within you and in this moment. As you continue to abide in this space, you may notice moments where you do want to shift or change or do, and just recognize that as normal and human, and return to just being for a moment. And when you are ready, You have all the time in the world to spend in this space if you'd like, but when you are ready, returning, maybe bringing your inward gaze outward or finding subtle movement. Settling back in and moving forward with your day. it guys I was so excited to be able to bring you a bonus episode if you're enjoying the content please subscribe to whatever platform you enjoy listening through and share with your friends starting the first week of January 2021 I will be bringing you a new podcast every other week and I plan to do many of them just like this one sharing some personal stories as well as some practical tips and skills And I also plan to have some guests periodically, so make sure you tune into those guest episodes to hear from others in our mindful community on how they are finding their still points in this crazy, busy life that we live in. And until next time, be well, my friends.